What's up, guys? I'm Zach, your host of the Aux Podcast, bringing you a daily dose of uncensored wisdom to jumpstart your life. 10 minutes or less, no bullshit, no topic off limits. Let's plug in. Hey, what's going on, everyone? And welcome to another edition of Corona Chat, where I'll share some helpful piece of advice or insight as we try to make it together through this coronavirus pandemic. So yesterday I was listening to an episode on the Tim Ferriss Show, which is a podcast hosted by Tim Ferriss, and you should definitely check it out. If you haven't already, just his podcast in general, it's great. And he had Esther Peril on as a guest, who is a therapist, best-selling author, and she's a world-leading expert on relationships, couples counseling, and all things involving, you know, be, being together in a union. And I was listening to this episode, and I thought that yes, there there are some things that apply to me right now. I'm I'm solo quarantining, and there are some tips about self-love in this podcast, but I know that many people listening right now may either be quarantined with a partner or have a partner and are quarantined separately and currently going through the divide. And I, I thought that this episode would be extremely helpful to direct people to who are in relationships and are finding things difficult during quarantine because, you know, you're either you're if you're not used to being apart being quarantined apart as a couple is probably so fucking frustrating and if you are a couple and you're not used to being together 24 7 that's also fucking frustrating so it's it's normal to feel like that it's normal for things to kind of bubble up to the surface it doesn't mean that your relationship is somehow worse than when this thing started it's normal to experience changes from outside pressures and right now we're under a massive pressure from this pandemic so a lot of the things that esther peril talks about is she talks about tapping into other losses that happened previously in your life and, and to kind of work through the trauma of coronavirus or whatever pressure it's bringing into your life to think back to past losses or past traumas and and really evaluate how did I handle you know that time when my grandfather died or how did I handle uh, that time when I was very depressed or tap tapping into situations where you might have had similar feelings even though the exact situation is not the same because most of us have never lived through something like this before the where we're basically the entire globe is quarantined at the same time so i think it may help to look back on other traumatic experiences and other past experiences where you felt a tremendous amount of pressure or a loss and really think about what helped me during that time how did i go about it how did i get back to feeling normal another thing that she talks about is sharing custody with an ex so i realize that a lot of people who are listening to this, some may be married, some maybe just have kids out of wedlock, but a situation that came up for Esther within the past few weeks is that she deals with a lot of couples who are either going through divorce or already divorced. So I guess technically they're not a couple, but she she sees clients that are divorced and they're sharing custody 
with an ex. And so maybe the the ex-husband is not as careful with social distancing and the ex-wife is hesitant to give her children over to her ex-husband because she doesn't want her kids to get sick and then come back to the house and infect everyone. And so she kind of goes through the process of how do you have a conversation with someone who's taking custody of your kid who may not be taking the proper precautions of social distancing, which I thought may be pretty helpful for people that may be going through that. Another thing is for couples that are quarantined separately, she talks about how when you catch up on the phone or catch up on the fa- on FaceTime, don't just systematically walk your girlfriend or husband, wife, whoever it is, don't walk your partner through your day, like the nitty gritty of it and telling them about the, I guess the very kind of technical stuff about their routine, use it more to talk about things that matter, like how you're feeling or maybe the the highlight of your day or, uh, or it's just, just something that's not, because sometimes just going through the routine can be super stressful and going through the, the nitty gritty details isn't always the best way to communicate with your partner. It's important to keep them informed what's going on in your life. But I think if you approach it with what is really important to talk about right now, how how are we both feeling? What's something that will de-stress my partner right now? What's what's something that will make us feel more connected? I think I think that's probably the way to go. And and Esther Peril recommends that too. And also coping as a couple, if if you are a couple that's quarantined together, you should note that your coping mechanisms are probably not the same and may be drastically different. So maybe one partner copes by reading everything they can about coronavirus and watching every video, listening to every podcast, and they're constantly talking about it. And it's just a lot of talk, 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 and that's how they cope. And then maybe your other partner just does not want to hear that shit. They don't want to read about coronavirus. They don't want to watch videos. They don't want to talk about it. The way that they cope is just doing a creative activity, like maybe they're painting or, or drawing or making music or something that just doesn't involve learning about the the technical side of the virus to be able to make compromises and say, okay, my partner doesn't cope the same way as me. So I need to recognize that and maybe offer some sort of middle ground where you both can feel like you have a space where you can cope comfortably and safely. Another idea that she suggests is that if you're quarantined separately, FaceTime your partner for part of your walk when you're going out to walk in nature or something. Walk. Don't be on FaceTime the entire time in nature because that defeats the point. You want to be able to escape and kind of bask in your surroundings. But for maybe part of your walk, FaceTime your partner for five or 10 minutes and say, hey, look at this fucking sick trail I'm walking on right now or I'm walking on this street in Brooklyn and it's normally packed and no one's around and it's actually kind of beautiful. It's a beautiful day out. So use technology to connect you through nature and you can both kind of trade off going back and forth. Another thing uh, she talks about for solo quarantiners, I guess this would apply to me. It's really easy to feel alone and also feel lonely. So she said it's important to not fo- to to do things that will make you feel less lonely even though that you're alone and she says that even if people even if you feel like people don't love you, 
there are people who need you. And that I thought that was extremely powerful that when you're, you know, cooped up in your apartment by yourself and you haven't been talking to human faces and people aren't relying on you in the same way because they're not working. Maybe you just feel like a lazy piece of shit or you've been drinking and smoking all day and you're telling yourself a story over and over. Maybe you lost your job and you feel like people don't love you at the moment. Even if you feel like people don't love you, there are still people who need you and need you to stick around and need you to be there and use that as an opportunity to reach out to people and use the technology we have at our disposal, like Zoom, FaceTime, calling texting check in with a few people every day especially especially when you're not feeling great when you're feeling great it's still good to do it but then when you're not feeling great it's even more important and that's something that I've been trying to do to it and I honestly don't do enough of it I'm someone who when I'm by myself I sometimes get too into it where you know I I'm happy as a clam when I'm alone in my apartment, but sometimes I get in phases where I just alone for too long and shit starts to get weird in my head and, you know, you get dark thoughts and maybe you start to get a little bit depressed and it's because you haven't fucking talked to anyone in a week. So just reach out to people, keep that contact going, even if it's not in person, just keep some sort of connection going and know that there are people who need you. So again, this is a fantastic episode. If you search the Tim Ferriss show anywhere, wherever you listen to podcasts and, and Esther Peril, I believe there's also a previous episode that pops up. This is the most recent episode I'm talking about. And I will also link the podcast that I'm talking about in the podcast description for this episode. So you guys can check it out there and as always let me know what you think thanks guys